this is Permission for Pleasure, and I'm your host, Cindy Sharkey. As a registered nurse and educator for over 30 years, I've seen the real need to break the silence surrounding sex, especially for women. This podcast is about opening the doors to healthy conversations about sex. What I've found is that when women have comprehensive education about sex, their self-confidence soars. And when that happens, women can truly express experience and enjoy their sexuality. They give themselves permission for pleasure. Welcome to Permission for Pleasure. I'm Cindy Sharkey, your host, and I'm delighted you're here for this holiday episode. I thought since the holidays are upon us that we would do a little something different for this episode and talk about giving and receiving love and then sharing some date ideas to fuel connection and a few gift ideas too. I know the podcast has a growing community outside the U.S. Thank you so much for listening and being part of this community. I'm afraid a couple of these things do not ship internationally, so I apologize for that. But I'm glad you're here, and I do see you listening. I want to encourage you again to rate and review the show. That helps people find the podcast. And also, I created a little survey. I really wanted to get your feedback. I want to hear what you like, what you don't like, what do you want to keep, what do you want to not keep. And so it's a really short two-minute survey. I'll have the link in the show notes. It'll be over on the website, podcast page. I'd be really grateful if you might do that as a gift to me and give me just a little feedback as we move through ending season one and starting season two of the podcast. And since we are talking about date ideas, ways to connect, and gifts in this episode, I have a special treat for you. I invited my daughter, who is a gift-loving person, to co-host this episode with me. I'm so excited. Allie, welcome to the show. Hi, Mom. Gift-loving. I'm going to put that on my LinkedIn, my resume, just so everyone knows how to engage with me. (laughs) The resounding, resounding intro. (laughs) Love it. Allie loves gifts and loves to give gifts. And you'll hear more about that because we're going to introduce some ideas about what speaks love to you and what speaks love to your partner. Because the truth of the matter is that we don't all receive love in the same way. So I don't know if you've heard about the five love languages, but it's a concept around understanding the way people receive and accept love. So there's a book by Gary Chapman about this that's been around for ages. And the reason we wanted to introduce it here is because if you and your partner have never had a conversation about what makes you feel loved, the pattern that can develop is that you try to love your partner the way you receive love, possibly, rather than the way they receive love. Makes total sense. I think what's also interesting about love languages and the quizzes that you can take online and in the book is you can read through also and and understand how you best give love. So it's not only about how you receive, but it's also how you give because sometimes those don't match up as well. Yeah, good point to make. And so having a conversation about it or even taking the quiz if you want, you can do that like Allie talked about at the 5 lovelanguagescom website. 
And that will give you a lot more context for what this what this is about. But Allie, what you've taken the quiz, you love this this idea. Why don't you share what the five love languages are? Taken the quiz many times. So yes, let's talk through these five. First one is acts of service. This is when actions really speak louder than words. You will really appreciate and feel love when your partner does the dishwasher, puts the laundry away, takes your car in for a wash. This is my mom to a T, if anybody was curious. Number two, you guessed it, this is me receiving gifts. Um, You feel most loved when you are given a gift. Someone thinks about you and buys you something special or makes you something special. The third one is really centered around affirming words. So words of affirmation are what you make you feel the most cared about, the most loved when someone writes you a letter or chooses to be intentional about what they say and how they speak to you. That's how you feel the most loved. Number four is about quality time. This is about undivided attention, setting aside sort of a date night or even just sitting together on the couch to watch a movie or read together. All about having that undivided attention on you. Number five, uh, the last one, is about physical touch. Um, You love when someone holds your hand. You feel loved when they kiss you in public or in private. Um, That's how you feel the most loved um, across the board is through physical touch. What I really encourage people to do is think about how you receive love, how you feel the most loved, and then how your partner receives love and have a conversation about it. And like everything else in life, this can change. Allie's mentioned that she's taken it more than once. So it's it's a conversation that you want to revisit at different stages in your life, especially if you're in a long-term relationship, because I know for me, it's changed over the years. Yeah, same for me and not even in a long-term relationship. But I remember, you know, not only does the quiz on fivelevelanguages.com go through and give you your top one, um, but it really breaks it out by point totals and tears out, you know, one through five, how you feel the most loved. And I think that's really interesting to sort of take the test now, establish a baseline, and then just really intriguing to see how it shifts and change as you grow up. Maybe it stays the same, maybe it doesn't. But I think it is sort of really interesting the way that may shift depending on who you're dating or past relationships or um, just growing up in general. But again, speaking of long-term relationships, we'll throw it over to the woman who's celebrating 35 years this week. Mom, congrats. (laughs) This is my anniversary week with the love of my life. We're celebrating 35 years. So we actually dated seven years before that. So we've been together forever, basically, (laughs) Yeah, you cannot ignore the seven. You cannot ignore the seven previous because that is a it's a long time. Yes, and I still choose him. That's one of my marriage mantras: is keep choosing your partner over and over. It's it's simple, really, but gosh, you know, relationships take work, and often we need to choose over and over again. That's my my anniversary card every year to my husband is that I still choose you. I think I want to share maybe another thing about, you know, relationships that I like to say, which is the grass is green where you water it. Because relationships, again, take work, they take effort, they take nourishing. And so you do have to water the grass. And to lean in, not away, is seeing your partner as your friend, your teammate, as well as your lover. And keep telling yourself to do this. Lean in, not away. Love that. 
Yeah, I think that's probably some of the best tips you can give mom. I mean, 35 years is no short amount of time. Add on the seven before that. And I think that it is really interesting to just think about, you know, as things get hard, as you go through trials and tribulations, it's really easy to sort of go off into your own corner and try to pull yourself together. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned from you and in your relationship with dad is just really choosing to sort of look to each other rather than away for that strength um, and sort of to pull each other forward into sort of into some better days. That's great. So enough marriage advice from me. Let's get to some date ideas. I don't know how many of you are following me on Instagram or on my socials, but you can find me there at Cindy Sharkey. And I did a poll recently, knowing I was going to do this episode, asking people, do you want sexy date ideas or emotionally connecting ideas? And overwhelmingly, people answered they wanted ideas to emotionally connect. So with that in mind, I was a little surprised, I'll be honest, you know, because I talk about sex, but just the last two years, people are really wanting to connect emotionally and feel a lot of disconnection. So we came up with a few ideas for date ideas and connecting emotionally with a partner. And we're going to start with the Gottmans and the Gottman Institute. They say, if you believe happily ever after is not by chance, it's a choice, then their things are for you. I love their stuff. They have a book we're going to talk about and a free app that you can use. I'll let you, Allie, talk about the book. Yeah. The book is called Eight Dates, Essential Conversations for a Lifetime of Love. It's really designed for committed couples, and it includes eight whole date nights of conversations. Basically, you have the two leading relationship scientists at the table with you as you're at dinner or as you're headed in the car somewhere to take you and coach you through um, more conversational dates. Yes, love that idea. And that book definitely is not just questions to ask. It is framework for the date, how to plan for it, um, some things to read ahead of time. Often there's exercises to do to understand yourself better and be able to share with a partner. So it's quite extensive and people really, really enjoy it. I think it's a great connecting idea. And if you're not a big reader, so maybe a book isn't for you, then they do have a free app and it's called Card Deck or Card Decks. You can just download it to your phone. I love this app. It's so easy to use and there is such a variety of prompts and questions and things to talk about from expressing your needs to open-ended questions to try trying to gather, you know, history from each other, all, all sorts of things. They also have some sex questions, of course, and a prompt section that's separated into salsas, mild, medium, and spicy hot. So <laughs> I like that. I bet you do. You've upgraded from our decks that we used to uh, do at dinner growing up, mom. <laughs> All the question, the question boxes. Those definitely did not have salsa prompts. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. But I just have always loved this idea of question prompts, whether you're at the table having a meal together. We, we did this all while the girls were growing up. You know, they don't, oh, don't always want to sit there and answer and have conversation. Right, Allie? 
I always did, I, but I'm the chatty one. This is true. But um, it's also, you know, it's just a good way to get people talking together and sharing together. It could be as lengthy or short as you'd like. So I like the Gottman card deck. If you like games, maybe apps, maybe apps aren't your move or books. If you like games like we do, Big Game Household, you also can check out the game that Esther Perel created. She is recognized as one of the leading modern relationship experts. And she created a game called Where Should We Begin? A Game of Stories. Questions, stories, prompts um, to really encourage you to share more deeply with a partner, small group, family. Um, It's only shipping in the U.S., but you can find it at estherperel.com. Yeah, so there's a game option. And here's another, here's another idea for question prompts is Marriage 365 has connecting question books. And these are on all, well, there's several different themes, but it's questions for every day of the year. And in the back, it has an index. Yeah, every day of the year, a question. And in the back, it has an index where you can kind of look up a subject matter if you don't want to follow the day you know, you want to jump to something else. I kind of like that too. If you listen to my conversation in episode six, that was with Megan Caston, and she is one of the co-founders of Marriage 365. And we talked all about communication, couples and sex in that episode. And she did share a few questions, examples from their book. So if that kind of interests you, she knew we were going to be talking about that today and offered you a 25% discount on any books or ebooks on their website at marriage365.com. You can just use the Pleasure Podcast 25 code. So Pleasure Podcast 25, if that's something that interests you over at marriage365.com. Now to spice things up just a little bit, because I'm going to do the spicy cards. <laughs> I want to offer just a couple sexy date ideas for those who want, want something to explore and get creative with. One is to make a sexy playlist. Now, I have a whole blog about this over on the website, and if you'd rather read about it and if you want more ideas, I'm just going to briefly share here, but you can go over to the blog page and just put playlist in the search bar, and the blog will come up with a lot more detail. But this could be a fun date night. It could be an ongoing date night that you get together and do once in a while and add to your list. You're creating a list together of songs that mean something to you, that mean something to you as a couple. And so you can think about songs that like have been meaningful over your relationship or possibly some songs that you dance to together, slow dance to, that you know, may really feel sexy to you together. And you can add to the list all the time. It can be an ongoing list and you can name it. I'm giving Allie the look because if you, (laughs) if you have children, mine aren't in my home anymore, but if they're in your home and you want to give it a secret name and just have that as a fun thing together, that's a great idea. A lot of people enjoy having a sexy playlist. Another idea is the pleasure touch exercise You know, I offered a quickie episode about this and walked you through the whole Sensate Focus exercise in episode 14. I hope you'll revisit that if it interests you to discover where you like to be touched and where your partner likes to be touched and communicating about it. This could be with a massage candle, massage oil, just your fingertips. It's getting to know 
and figuring out if you really know your partner's erogenous zones. And like everything else we talk about, this can change and shift as you change and shift. So it's a date you can do often and revisit through the course of your relationship. If you don't know what erogenous zones are, you can head on over to Friends and let Monica and Rachel introduce you to those. Thanks for that, Allie. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, so lastly, create a sex bucket list. This is kind of a date where you're going to use your creativity and come up with things that you'd like to include in your bucket list or menu as a couple. You could share fantasies, positions you want to try, places you want to have sex, just novelty if you want to add in something, a toy, whatever, role play, and say, yeah, let's make a list of things that would be fun. These kind of conversations can be super enlightening and playful. So remember, we've talked about just, you're supposed to have fun. You can play. And this idea of creating a bucket list together can be a fun way to do that. Let's talk about some gifts for yourself. All right. If you are pregnant or a postpartum mom, hopefully you listen to mom's episode 18 with Wendy Powell, who's the CEO of Mutu. So many people messaged you after that episode, right, mom? Just talking about how helpful the program was, how much they enjoyed it and would recommend it, right? Yeah, they did. I It was new to me. And um, a lot of people messaged and said they, they'd used it, they loved it, or they're still using it. So I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if, you, if that is of interest to you, check out episode 18 to learn more um, and really see if that program feels like the right thing for you for a gift for yourself this season. Yeah, or maybe for a pregnant or postpartum mama you know, too. But we're talking about for yourself, right? So I get lots of questions about vibrators, where to even begin with shopping for a vibrator. So we're going to probably have to have a whole nother episode on why vibrators work for women and how to choose one. But for this episode, I just want to say I usually send people or I often do to the company called Dame, D-A-M-E, because they are a female-owned company. They cater to women. They have some unique vibrators designed for couples, which are different and A lot of them are just real easy to use, and yet they do have a variety. So I I like their product. I think their quality, and I think they they provide a lot of different options that aren't aren't overwhelming. And so especially if you're new to vibrators, um, they might be where you want to start. You can find them at dame.com, and I am an affiliate with them, so I'll have an access code for you in the show notes if you decide you want to check their products out. Another gift you can give yourself is to book a private consultation with my mom or give that to a friend. These are not just for when something is wrong or you're worried about something or trying to fix something. These one-on-one sessions with her are really about enhancing and your sex life and learning about what you like. You can reach her through her website contact page at cindysharkey.com to set that up. Don't you love when you have your own kid on the podcast and they can they could promo you? I'll be here all week. I'll be here all week. I would love to meet with you if that's something that you feel would be would serve you well. So you can reach me on my website, like she said. Hey, another company that we've talked about on the podcast is Onut. And you heard about Onut in episode seven and eight when we talked about painful sex and all things pelvic floor. 
And this company makes those buffer rings that we talked about that control depth of penetration. Really unique. There's nothing else quite like it out there. So um, just to kind of let you know about that. Also, they have two new products that caught my eye recently. One is the Getting to Know You Mirror. And listen, you, you know how strongly I feel about you knowing what your genitals look like, looking at them, exploring them, having your own sexual relationship with yourself. And this mirror caught my eye because it's unique. It's well-made. I think it has a light. It stands up by itself. I thought, what a great idea. You could you have one for yourself or possibly it might help you break the silence around this topic with a daughter or a niece or a friend. So that's an idea they recently came up with. And they also have a sensory brush that is designed to explore the sensation of touch, tickle, caress, whip, and style, they say. It's kind of a unique gift. I thought I'd throw it out there as another option. You might want to add that to your your sexual bucket list. Okay, so let's see. I'd love people to know also about my newsletter. Yeah, sex education delivered right to your email monthly. Um, You'd be the first to know when mom writes a new blog, understand what's happening on the next couple podcasts, and also just a really great curated list of articles, books for women, couples, parents, partners. Um, And that link to the newsletter will be in the show notes as well for you to sign up for. Or you can find it at cindysharkey.com as well. Yes, I'd love to have you part of my newsletter community. So that's it for the gifts and the dates and the love languages. And we want to encourage you to tune in next episode for our quickies and kisses episode. Oh, I just thought that would be perfect for the holidays when you really just need uh, quickies and kisses. So I hope you'll join me for that. Please do fill out the two-minute survey I created The link, again, is in the show notes or over on the podcast page of cindysharkey.com. I would just really be interested in your feedback about the show and how to make it better, how to serve you better here. Be sure and follow the podcast on your favorite platform, and then you'll know as season one wraps up and season two begins, you'll know when the, the episodes are launching and they'll download right to your platform and you won't miss a thing. Allie, it's been super fun to have you sharing about gifts and ideas with me on the show. Thanks for being here today. Glad to be here as your resident gift lover, Mom. (laughs) That's perfect. And you know on this podcast, we really have a pleasure practice of stopping, noticing, and paying attention to what delights us day to day. I wonder if you might share something that delights you. Yes. No surprise, mine is something tangible, Um, but um, what really delights me are flowers, specifically sunflowers. I love that sunflowers turn their faces towards the sun every chance they can get, and they'll always bring me a ton of joy um, whenever I get to have them in my home or I see them outside. Or someone gives them to you as a gift. Exactly. Or you buy them for yourself. Love it. Or you buy them for yourself. And on that note, friends... Let's just keep doing the things that help us give ourselves permission for pleasure.